0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to BNI, the Australian Story Podcast. This is episode 111, All the Ones. And my name is Brent Edwards, Executive Director from BNI Melbourne South, and your host from today. I'm usually joined by Veronica Lisa Marto, who is the talent in this show, but unfortunately, she is missing in action today. And I have to mark her as absent on the palms. But we'll move on with our interview today, and we've got a great one coming up. But before we get into that, just a quick reminder about our BNI National Conference, Australian National Conference, 28th of April in Perth. Bookings are still available, especially you WA people. Get out there, we want to see you there, and uh, it's going to be a great opportunity to connect with other businesses and other chapters around the area. And if you're there for the Perth Awards, I'll see you that morning as well beforehand. So it's going to be a pretty long day for me. Looking forward to getting over to WA for the first time uh, pre-COVID. I haven't been over there for a while, so um, yeah, absolutely looking forward to that. But into our interview today and our podcast, and we've got uh, one of our members from New South Wales here, and we're going to Maitland today, so uh, I don't know, the sun's out in the morning to Peninsula today, I don't know what it's like in Maitland, but uh, welcome Louise Lennox.
1: Hi, how are you? It has been. We've had a heatwave here. Uh, it's just started to cool down today. We're under thirty.
0: <laughs> so. Under thirty, great. <laughs> I've, I've just come back from Country Victoria for the weekend, and it was uh, it was high thirties all weekend in Country Victoria and in North Victoria. But uh, back now, and it's cooled down a little bit now in uh, in Melbourne. It's a nice uh, sun's out, but it's a nice nice twenty two, which is uh, which is a bit of relief from the heat for the weekend. So, Louise, uh, your business is dy- Dynamise Chartered Accountants so you hold the uh, accounting category in BNI Express. So tell us a little bit about BNI Express, where it's located, what day you meet, what time?
1: So we meet on Wednesday mornings at 7am in Maitland at the Business Central. So there are serviced offices. Um, we have the nice big training room there. And, uh, yeah, it's a lovely group. Um, we did. We got a little bit lower over COVID, but we're um, on the build again.
0: So uh, you're in the Heart uh, Hub's regions, and mm-hmm. uh, the Heart Hubs are very good friends of mine. So uh, uh, you'd be well looked after by those guys. They're very good operators. So how long have you been in BNI yourself?
1: I've just gone six years uh, on about two weeks ago. So uh, yeah, when I actually started BNI the very same week that I finished up at my job and started my and started Dynamize. So oh right. Yeah. We when I first thought about going out on my own, I went to a bookkeeper who referred to me and asked her if I actually asked her if we didn't have a, if I didn't have enough work, if I could contract to her. And she kind of went, Well have I got the thing for you. So she <laughs> took me along to a Wednesday B and I meeting. I'd never ever heard of it before. And um I put in my note. I put in my application, got accepted. I left my job on the Thursday, and the next Wednesday, I was at my very first meeting.
0: Wow! So you so, virtually came from a, a startup business and mm-hmm. developed it around BNI, and who was the person who invited you along?
1: Her name is Deb Marish. And, uh, yeah, she was our bookkeeper. She was amazing. Um, She's not in the chapter anymore, but we still have a really good relationship. We've got another wonderful bookkeeper in our chapter now um, who I refer to all the time as well, and she refers to me. So I'm not like other accountants where I actually work with bookkeepers and get on with them. And, yeah, I have a, a really good relationship with them.
0: Fantastic. So um, what was the catalyst when you went to that first meeting? Uh, What did you you walk into? What did you feel? And what made you want to actually apply on the day?
1: Um, It it was such an interesting concept. I I had never seen anything like that. I'd been to business chamber and things like that. But um, the fact that they were local businesses, I worked about 40 minutes drive away from here, uh, but I lived in Maitland and I, for 12 years, so I didn't feel like I connected to either community. So, it, like, I worked in Cessnock but lived in Maitland um, and here are all these local business owners um, and they were welcoming, um, great brekkie, and uh, the concept was really good. So, and there were so many of those businesses that I needed because I was a startup. You know, like the sign writers, the the car uh, printers. I didn't even have my stationery. I think I I had a bit of graphic design done from a friend, but other than that, I had really done hadn't done anything. So, um, yeah, there was so many businesses that I could use.
0: So you're actually working you're actually working from your lounge room mm-hmm. when you joined BNI and and tell us about that journey. So that was in March 2017. Yeah. Uh, when, you, when you started your business working from your lounge room. Yes. Uh, so how ha- how's the growth had the growth go from yeah. there?
1: So yeah, in March 17, I was working from my lounge room. I and over that Easter, um I actually had clients coming in over the Easter weekend and uh, my son walked out in just his shorts and I kind of thought, this isn't appropriate. So I actually um, <laughs> went and saw one of our chapter members who was a recruiter also managed the local service offices and I was like, help me, please. I just, and I also had a great Dane that would stand at the door kind of sobbing at all, any client that came to the house. So, it yeah, it didn't work. So um, I went to Paul and I um, he got me an office, so it was just for me. And then six months later, my I put on, who's now my practice manager, uh, Leah, and we moved into a bigger office within that serviced offices. So that would have been September 17 that she started. And then we got another accountant in the January 19 and, so, and outgrew the serviced offices. So I put my big girl pants on and got my own office. And used everyone in BNI again for sign writing and moving. And, um, yes, yeah, so January, February seems to be that, or oh, actually February, March seems to be that big moving time for me. And uh, since then I've got another accountant again, um, Ash. He's actually in another local chapter at Cessna. So he, um, we've actually got, got two members in in and Oh, and um, we've also got a trainee accountant and uh, assistant accountant and a receptionist. So we're now a team of seven, and we've just moved office again because we outgrew our little <laughs> office. So wow. I had my, we had our office warming last Thursday. So we went from 110 square meters to 250 square meters. So and we're looking to keep growing. It's and
0: been um six years. <laughs> how much of that success can you attribute to your participation in the B group?
1: Oh 50, 60% easy. I think wow. a lot of it's where there's so many um third tier now that it's um I keep track of it. I'm every week I log my numbers. So uh yeah, so it's um it'd have to be 50% comes through B
0: well, that's, that's amazing growth in, in six years, going from a land room through virtually three offices and now <laughs> coming up to um, a team of eight. Yes. Um, that's <laughs> absolutely amazing. Do, do you think you probably would have, you know, not had that sort of growth from the if you weren't in B&I?
1: Definitely not, definitely not. Um, so for the first six months, all my referrals came from the bookkeeper. Um, she, like, I think, Well, probably 90% came from Deb. Um, As I said, she was a great support. And it showed because she'd been in the chapter for quite a while, it showed the other members that they could trust me. But even then, account, and I didn't expect people just to move over because I joined BNI. um, Accounting is such a personal thing, you know, Um, and so it took about a year I think and then you any new member that were startups they'd come straight over to me they were a, they were an easy referral um and in that in that that 12 months after that a lot of the older members they would re- refer their kids and their grandkids and they'd refer to outside so it was really probably about 18 months in that they started coming to me uh like it took me a while I was so nervous with my 60 seconds I oh, I was horrible (laughs) for the for the first year. Um, Absolutely hated them. But I did better at my 10 minutes than my 60 seconds, everyone said. So um, yeah. So and being I became visitor host after six months. And I think and I was I made sure I got there first that I had everything set up, that I was organized. And I think that showed people that I could be relied upon.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, I think if you do a leadership team role really well, it really um, raises your credibility within mm-hmm. the chapter. If you've been given a role and you do it really well, people feel, uh, yes. think a lot highly of you and, and you show that you're, you know, a reliable person in that respect. I, I see a lot of people take on leadership team roles and, you know, then I get murmurings from their chapters, oh, you know, they don't do anything and,
1: mm-hmm. you know, they're
0: they're supposed to be doing this role. They're not doing the job, et cetera. Just, they lose a bit of credibility from it, I think.
1: Yeah, I've seen it time and time again. But, um, yeah, um, that's membership committee, uh, you know, is to bring that into line. But, um, yeah, they need to, people need, need to show that you need to prove your credibility.
0: Yeah, for I sure. Think. Now, yeah. here in Maitland, and I'm going to throw you a question here without notice now. How many? What's the population in Maitland, roughly?
1: I want to say seventy thousand.
0: Seventy thousand. And yeah. how many? How many B and I groups are in Maitland?
1: We've only got one in Maitland, but in the Newcastle area, there's about twenty, I think. In in just in yeah. the Newcastle, we've got one at Cessnock, and yeah, but in Newcastle, that there, there is a lot. Yeah, and, and how many often
0: accounting? Visit? Yeah, how many accounting practices are in Maitland? <sighs> Do you know, many of your competitors.
1: Do, yeah, I do. I do. I get on with most of them. Uh, <laughs> there's always a few that don't won't give you the time of day. There's about six big accounting firms that like that. That I would say that I would treat as my competitor. I suppose that yeah. are wor- worthy for one of a better of a word. And um, there's a lot, a lot of little guys. And hey, they'll come up and they'll be up there one day. Hopefully for them, you know, I think there's enough work. To go around, but um I haven't yeah, seen I'm any just, of them grow as quick as I have.
0: Yeah, I'm just sort of looking at the uh at the aspect here, like you know, especially for regional towns, mm-hmm. you're the only B and I group, and because we're professionally exclusive, you're the only accountant in that mm-hmm. in that particular group. So you've cut out all those other all those other competitors and you know they may or may not have had the opportunity to be a part of this group. You know, a while ago, but you've actually got in there and actually succeeded and and grown through yes. through being in in your i group in town.
1: Yeah, I think about six accountants had interviewed for the part. So uh, whether oh. they didn't want to grow or uh, yeah or had yeah, I don't know why, but I got in. I said all the right things in the interview. Uh, yeah, it was my first job interview. <laughs> <laughs> in twelve years, so um, yeah, it was a bit nerve wracking. But so you were um, up against other
0: accountants for the spot at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh right, okay. yeah. There was
1: at least two or three that came to the meeting that I had the interview at. Uh, like uh, I think I had the interview either before or after the meeting, um, and it was my second meeting there. And I would put in the application, and that, so yeah, there. Were, and I think there had been a few before me that they had. Um, Declined, so uh, yeah, they wanted the right
0: person for the spot, is what they told me. uh, Yeah, and 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 being a well, that's that's absolutely amazing that they've Mm -hmm. that they've taken you as a startup business as well. Uh, Yeah, I think it was because I said
1: I wanted to grow. Yeah, Mm.
0: yeah, and have that growth mindset probably obviously fitted in with the chapter.
1: Yes, yeah, and it's certainly um, something that needs to be talked about when you join a chapter, I think, because um, a lot of, especially tradies, don't realise how quick they're going to grow if they do everything right. Um, You see it quite often with tradies where they'll come in, the next month they've got an apprentice and they don't want him sitting around for two hours and, um, yeah, but uh, and if membership committee has that, Discussion with them beforehand and lets them know where it's going to go. It works a lot better. We've found.
0: Yeah, one of the great things I've seen recently, I heard recently, was um, uh, membership committee interview. The question being added: What's your plan once B&I makes you successful? Mm-hmm. And a lot of the time, people come into i for referrals, but they haven't got a, a plan for the next step once we make them too successful. And they just get overwhelmed with business and something's got to give, oh, well, we'll get out of this right now. So one of the things membership committees now ask, okay, what does the future look? Once we make you too successful, what what's your contingency plan there? Do you plan to actually grow? And that can be the difference between taking those people within the interviews as well.
1: Yes, yeah, I think it does. It's um as I said, it's been a crazy trip for me. It's just um, uh, you know, our little our saying there for a while was, you know, sit down, hold on and just keep going. Enjoy the ride. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. But, um yeah, we've been yeah, we're coasting and yeah, we're just settling into the new office. So um, yeah. So, Being um, to the next
0: step. And you still have a lot of ex-clients still referred to you as well and mm-hmm. ex-BNI members.
1: Yes, definitely. Um, and I referred, like, when I moved office, um, we had a removalist years ago in BNI and I still referred to him, um, and like, which is not a bad thing because uh, we didn't have any in the area. And uh, so I, I went straight to him and we got fantastic service. And he's... You know, I know he's going to go back and recommend BNI, even though what well, didn't suit him at the time. Yeah, I think he had things happening. Um, yeah, so but I still get I get a lot of third tier referrals from clients that were referred by BNI members.
0: Yeah, I think um, if, if and a lot of those things, if you plant the seed for the future, they they think. And it comes up again, in their life mm-hmm. and they go, "Well, yeah, that and I think worked worked okay for me. I got a referral from visiting it. Maybe I'll go and revisit it again when the mm-hmm. time's right as well." We see it happen every now and then. Also,
1: we've had a few members that have rejoined, like they've gone away and actually realised the benefit of it, and they've actually come back a better member. Yeah, yeah. like they're 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 more committed. They have, um, you know, they they turn up every week, and um, and actually. Do a lot of things that they didn't do that first time round. So they really, I think, after moving out of it, they they get it.
0: Yeah, yeah. They can take it for granted in the first spot, and then yeah, sometimes it takes a lot lot of time to sort of what we used to say is get religion, <laughs> and we're not, and we're not a we're not or anything, cult, but <laughs> but uh, but uh, you know to 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 get the BNI religion and and to get what it's about and to actually um, you know when the penny drops and i've seen it with members in chapters they could be mm-hmm. cruising along and and not have any idea and then i see and then one day i'll go along and i see them at the meeting i'll go yep the pennies dropped with you now you've you've got religion you've worked it out and mm-hmm. uh and uh, um for for being I director is a great thing to see i think all being directors listening would uh would agree with that also um this has been a, a great interview. Um, we've already asked you've actually covered your tip for success <laughs> within BNI is uh, working on the uh, on the leadership team. Anything else you'd like to add? No,
1: um. And actually logging all your numbers I think is really important um I've sat down with members that are saying oh I'm not getting much out of it and I was like well show me your stats and you know they hadn't done their thank you for closed business for six months how do you know if it and that's funny because that client left and he came back and now he's really religious at logging that that thank you for closed business so um it's yeah you need to log those numbers whether it be CU points whether it's the thank you for closed business and Nowadays, with things like zero and my it's actually quite easy to get those numbers out of your system. And um, I log every Monday. I log mine for the previous week, and that way it's ready to go. I don't have to stress on Tuesday night or Wednesday morning. Um, I should get my training to do that, but,
0: yeah, well, <laughs> but you I know, like it's
1: it. it's logged, it's in the system, and I just go through and double check it um, just to make sure there's no one that hasn't been tagged in zero um yeah but it's yeah logging those numbers and actually looking at them um and seeing where you're at is a big thing
0: yeah and that's a really great tip and and on the bni app you've got it on your you know in the palm of your mm-hmm. hand on your phone wherever you're going so all you got to do is yeah. open the app looking at dashboard you can go 12 mm-hmm. months lifetime It can tell you how yep. much you've done, but yep. you the figures are only good as for what you log and you know, I get members sometimes complain to me, oh, so and so, so and so isn't putting in their figures. I said, Well, what's the membership doing committee doing about it? And I said, Oh, they're a great member. I said, No, they're not a great member if they're not thanking mm-hmm. you for the business. They've yeah. got to thank you for the business. They've got to show the, the figures. And uh, if they can't do that simple thing by opening up the app and putting their stats in for five minutes a week. Yeah. You know, are they that great? So yes. you know, and you know, it really goes against, you know, when you're actually thanking someone for the business, it's gratitude. It's gratitude that you're thanking that person for the business, you're thanking them and saying, Hey, you passed me referral, gratitude. It shows up in your stats what you've given, which is a really good feeling when you look up on your stats what's been given. One of the things we're doing in um in visitors' days. Now in this region, we're actually getting our members to get up and uh, after they do their uh, weekly presentation, mm-hmm. we're going to get up and say, um, I've been in BNI for X amount of time during this time. I've given this many referrals, which is, uh, and I've given this much worth of closed business. Uh, I've received this many referrals, which has been this much worth of closed business business for my business and I have achieved personal development in this area. So um, it's a really great way. And all those stats on the dashboard, you don't even have to pre-prepare for it. Uh, Everything's there. So uh, it's really a great way to show how BNI is working and to draw that to those people who maybe don't look at the numbers and think, "Oh." Yeah, and you'll get that from a lot of bread and butter businesses that that just doing turnover, and if they do turnover business and if they don't do business for a couple of weeks, like that sort of bread and butter referral turnover business, they go, oh, yeah, I'm not really getting much out of this. Mm-hmm. But they really are. Or they're not really counting the ongoing stuff that's come from that pipeline, like the like the tier two, tier three, yeah, you know, ongoing business as well. And that's why we've got to log and uh and that's why we're here and we test and measure everything because what gets measured gets done, people. Yes. So remember that. Um this has been great to have a chat, Louise. We give every uh guest an opportunity to do their weekly presentation. Uh, so, yes, so, six-year member you should be all over this so yes uh, i still you hate it go? but you still, go? Yeah. so louise lennox your weekly presentation please
1: okay so i'm louise from dynamized chartered accountants we're your local accountant covering the hunter and with the help of the cloud we can help anywhere um so we work with individuals, partnerships, companies, trusts, super funds and associations. We can do all accounting from bank recs, payroll and BAS, up to financial statements, tax and ASIC returns, um, payroll tax, FBT. Tax planning is the big one. And um, at the moment budgeting, especially with interest rates going up, we really need to get on top of the budgets and the cash flows. Uh, we specialise in wet tax, which um, many accountants don't go near, and also accounting for primary production, being in a lovely country, uh, a country city like Maitland. Um, so, if anyone wants to come along and have a chat to us, um, look us up, dynamize where everybody counts.
0: Uh, well done.
1: <laughs> no worries. <laughs>
0: Awesome, Louise Lennox. Thank you very much for being with us today on BNI, the Australian Story podcast, and all the best for your continuing BNI membership and congratulations you. on your growth.
1: Thank you. I just want to give a shout out for James Brown, who um, actually dobbed me in for this. Um, he should be the one on here. He's I think number two in the country in CEU points, oh, but, James uh, Brown. so I might have to um, get him on here as well. He's in our yeah,
0: chapter. Absolutely. we have to get him on one Just time. have to do a name
1: drop
0: for him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you very much, Louise.
1: No and, worries.
0: And just to wrap things up for today, usually Veronica asks me to give a tip of a week. I've got a quite simple one for you guys this weekend to remember. It's nice to be important, but it's important to be nice. And uh, keep that in mind, especially with all your B&I dealings going forward. Big thanks to Steve Myers, our producer here today, for taking us through. (laughs) And we'll look forward to uh, having you listen to our podcast for episode 112 next up. Thanks for listening.